Welcome to the Let It Rip Podcast, your go-to source for everything music industry and rock and roll related. And now, for your host, Ron Jones! All right, Rippers. This is what I've been waiting for. Right now, we are doing our very first interview. That's right. That's Tracy. That's my wife. You know Tracy. I know. Tra- yeah. Are we looking in the camera or looking? You can look anywhere it's you want. It's only audio, though. Greg, look me in the eyes. <laughs> right now, I am with the one and only Mr. Greg Bissonette. I, you know what, Greg? Uh, we were talking last night. We picked up Greg from the ho- uh, the airport last night, and I was telling Greg, I remember in 1987 in Chattanooga, Tennessee, that you were working uh, with the one and only David Lee Ross, Steve Vai. In the next room just now, I heard you talking to Mr. Billy Sheehan. Yes, sir. We are honored to have you here. You have to be one of the funniest human beings I've ever met in my life. Thank you for making all of us laugh nonstop. It is my pleasure. If you don't laugh in life, what the heck, right? we got to keep our sense of humor. Okay, so you did that. I know you played with Joe Satriani also. I think I saw you several times with him. What are you doing now? Now I'm the other drummer in Ringo's All-Star Band. Wow. Uh, for me, it's like Beatles first, and then old Van Halen, you know, Led Zeppelin. But the Beatles were always first for me. And if you would have told me when I was a kid, seeing them in 66 when I was seven, that I would be the drummer five feet away from Ringo. And I've been working with him since 2003, so 18 years. And he's just the coolest guy. It's not an act. When he says peace and love, he really is peace and love. He's a super, super great friend. And my the reason I wanted to start playing in a band as a kid and still want to be in a band, his band. Right. So the Beatles, So basically the Beatles were your influence growing up. Then. Absolutely. And then, of course, Led Zeppelin and Jimi Hendrix and, you know, everything else. Chicago, the police, so many bands. But it started with the Beatles. If you don't mind me asking, I'm really curious. I've studied some of your history, what you've done in your career. How did you wind up in David Lee Ross' band? It was an audition that was uh, Vinnie Vincent from KISS, you know, the Vinnie Vincent Mm -hmm. invasion. My friend Myron Grombacher, who uh, was the drummer with Pat Benatar, he said, we're going to get you a cool rock gig, man. I said, thanks, Myron. What do you think? He goes, I'm going to recommend you for some auditions. He recommended me to audition for Vinnie Vincent. But Vinnie said, I didn't want to tell you. We already have a drummer, but I wanted to meet you. You'd be good for Dave Roth's band. I said, Dave Roth? David Lee Roth? He's in Van Halen. He goes, no, he just left. And he hired the guy in the next room, Billy Sheehan, first, and then Steve Vai, and now they're looking for a drummer. So that's wow. how that happened. So did you, did, and, well, you. did you hit it off with him right when you met him? Oh, you got to hit it off with Dave. You think I make you laugh? Dave will <laughs> really make you laugh. He will make you laugh like you never laughed. My jaw is sore from opening it and laughing because he's so... He's incredibly smart and, and witty and, and educated and everything else. He's a musicologist, but he's funny. Dave is super funny. And, you know, I, I've told people that band that you all had in 87, then you had the Skyscraper album after that, the four of you, I wish you all were still together now because I still think to this day that was one of the most powerful, greatest bands that ever came out of the 80s. Thank you. That was an amazing. We saw you in Chattanooga, 
And that's one of the few times I can remember a building moving. You played at the UTC Arena, and that place was lit. All right. Well, that's, I, there, I remember arenas where there was, like, sweat dripping from the ceiling. <laughs> and we tried to do a reunion a few years ago, but the police, the fire marshal came in shut and it shut down. it down because there were too many people. So have the, you all thought about, on that, real quick, have you all thought about trying that again? I'd love to do it. I don't know what the plans are, but I'm. Who's I'm holding it up, David? Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. <laughs> My friend, it has been so much fun talking to you. Thank you for spending a few minutes with us. My pleasure. Uh, if you want to sing your song to Jennifer, you know Jennifer we have Marsh, Jennifer, Jennifer in the audience. There's probably I don't know a thousand people out here right now, but I'm singling out a song for a woman who has a great name, and it goes like this: Jennifer, Jennifer, da 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 da. Who did that song? Do you remember? Was it Donovan? No Can we Google Donovan Jennifer? I think it might have. He did somewhere below the ocean where right. I want to be. Right. She may be Atlantis. He did that. He did a lot of cool songs. Anyway, Jennifer, you owe me a five hundred dollar check for this. I got to pay him two fifty. <laughs> I owe you for letting me sing it to her. All right, guys, Bye. we got to take off. Thank, Thank you, Greg. You, you are awesome. Thank you. So we're back. Josh, thank you so much for that introduction. I am honored. I am thrilled right now. Um, I am here with Josh Wilhelm, Josh Groves, Mike Moon, and with our dear friend, Drew. I'm going to make sure I say your name right. I've asked you this a million times. I blow it every time. Fortier. Yeah. Yes, I got it. Oh, my God. On air. Do not delete that. <laughs> um, I met Drew in 2018 at Rock and Pot at the Nashville Palace. Mm -hmm. I bought a book that you had written yeah. that uh, I actually remember calling you a few days later and going, holy crap, that was awesome. I'm not going to tell everybody what you've done. I'm going to let you say, oh, I know man. you were in some great bands. <laughs> you've got a lot of great projects. So, uh, Bang Tango. Bang Tango, yes. yes. Mm -hmm. You told me the story about that. You actually came into the band after they had already been in existence for a little bit. They had some turmoil going on, and you came in and kind of stabilized the situation. Is that a good way to put it? Screwed stuff up a little bit, but in a more stable way than it was prior to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, kind of like a marriage. Nice. Exactly. No. Oh, yeah. It was, it was a nice fling, if you will. A very nice fling. And uh, since then, you have been involved. I think you are one of the hardest working people, not only in rock and roll, you are also in the entertainment industry. You are in the music industry. You have a movie called Dwellers that is the talk of, uh, basically, if I say this the right way, the world. Uh -huh. Have you not won a war? I mean, you, uh, anyway, I'll let you talk about that. <laughs> what is going on with this? When's it going to be released? Uh, Dwellers, it's uh, it's coming out October 12th, uh, and a Blu-ray and digital and all that. And, uh, yeah, we had no idea it was gonna, people were going to like it as much as they have. I shot it over non, five non-consecutive days in the summer of 2019, and... Uh, Pretty much tripped and fell and made a movie. You know, it's found footage like the Blair Wedge show itself from the point of view of the documentary camera right, and all right. that. And um, so, yeah, I uh, ended up shooting it. I, I, I started it, wrote it, and edited it. And I even do the creature noises. And, um, and Did you really? Yeah. Cool. And uh, uh, Creature noises. For anybody wondering, this is not Sesame Street and this is not family entertainment. Right, exactly. This is a uh, I'm going to kill you movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Nice. For sure. And it's like, it's like um, if you remember a movie called Chud from the 80s, it's Chud if ever shot like Blair Witch pretty much. And, uh, right. and it's about a documentary uh, being made about the, the missing homeless in this certain part of Ohio. And then we found out that the missing homeless start going missing and start doing interviews, end up in the sewers, then monsters happen. There's a lot more to it than that. And it's, uh, it's very entertaining. It's, it's a lot of fun. But 
Yeah, it. Um, and then uh, Ellison, he he produced it. And, okay, when uh, you say you kind of slid into that, and oh you yeah. and I talked about this before the interview. Oh yeah. Um, for anybody wondering, Drew is working with uh, Mr. Dave Ellison, and I'm still going to say it. From Megadeth, mm-hmm. uh, one of the greatest bassists in the world, mm-hmm. and uh, I know Drew and I were talking earlier. I was very strong with my opinions of what went down with Dave, but you are still working with them. For everybody wants to know, two years ago, Dave Elson was here at Rockin' Pod with us, and uh, I know Josh, you and I, we got back there to talk to him. Mike, you did, and probably one of the sweetest. I've known Dave for thirty, uh, what three decades, mm-hmm. and what a wonderful, wonderful man. Truly, truly, and is. you are still, no matter what's going on with the public and this bullshit. I've been talking to him about, about every single day, and uh, yeah, he's he's doing great, man. He's he's hanging out with his family and just getting. You know, just getting prepared for the next chapter of his life. But he's, he's, he really is doing great, though. Yeah, he's, he's doing Being good. as close as you are with him, and um, I'll go on record and say this. If we need to take any of this out of the interview, I got a, I got a guy that edits <laughs> over here. There's a reason I call this Let It Rip, because I'll say anything I feel like saying. Let it rip, Ron. And uh, so anyway, Drew and I were talking earlier, and I think it was the most bullshit move I've ever seen in my life from Dave Mustang to get rid of one of his partners for doing something you guys come at me all you want. I don't care. I worked for these rock bands. I know what was going on in the 80s and 90s, okay? And uh, for what they did to Dave Elson, I think was the most hypocritical move I've ever seen in my life. I lost all respect for Dave Mustang. And to be honest with you, I will never buy a Megadeth album again. I'm not going to disagree with you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wow, I just said everything he wanted to say. Sweet. Well, why, why let him go? Before all the facts are straight. Why, yeah. why did he do that? The That's, facts were not even straightened out. And talking as a fan of Megadeth, like a, not as not as Dave's friend, you know, just kind of watching that whole thing unfold from that perspective right. and everything. And it's uh, it, he was too quick to make a move. You know, I mean, uh, he was uh, he literally listened to the allegations, right. which were completely flawed. And he re-recorded Dave's bass lines with another bassist within what a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, how can you? Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. He just kind of tarnished the whole... And he, what, what was it like for you mm-hmm. doing these projects with Dave? I know you guys are so close, mm-hmm. and you've done a lot of work together over the years. What was it like for you to one morning wake up and hear all this going on? And, and, and I hope I'm not being offensive, but, I mean, all of us here were shocked. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. it wasn't so much that we were shocked about what people are saying about Dave. We were shocked at the reaction. Yeah. And I mean, I remember calling Mike immediately. I remember talking to, you know, Jaws over there and going, wait a minute. I know Dave Mustang, okay? Right. I know what Dave did back in the day. I know how much Dave Elfson pulled him out of the gutter. Totally. Yeah. And I thought it was the most ultimate act of betrayal I've ever oh, seen in my life. Yeah. The, when there you go, Let It Rip fans. First, uh, you know, when we first uh, spoke after it happened, you know, I was, everything else we were doing, I was like, that didn't matter to me whatsoever. I just wanted to make sure he was okay, you know? Right. Because right. he really is a good dude and all that. And I was like, don't worry about anything else. Just worry about yourself. Let's get you out of this, you know? And he, he, really, he really does deserve the best. He is a great human being. And, he, and he's kind of one of those guys that over time, this will kind of go away. No, he'll yeah. Let, and he'll be. He's got, yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Oh, totally. yeah. He'll, he'll, he'll definitely, he'll, he'll, he'll come back for let's sure. Talk a little more about any yes. future mm-hmm. movies you're yeah. going to be making? Um, I, I think I'm. I want to see this bladder fit. I, I oh, yeah. Well, sounds yeah, I do. It, like a lot of fun. It's a, it is a blast. It's, it's, um, it's part horror movie, but it's, it's entertainment for sure. It'll, it'll make you laugh and make you smile and be like, ah, these idiots. It's me pretty much playing an idiot the whole Are time. Are you killing <laughs> my ex-wife in this? You want me to? Yes. <laughs> Sharon, do not sue me. I was just kidding. <laughs> no, yeah, jokes. But, um, but yeah, as far as future movies, uh, I, I'm, I'm acting in a couple. 
uh, okay. coming up. One's called Trivial, which got just uh, just got announced. And uh, and what's that movie about? That's about this girl kidnaps these people and keeps them in a warehouse tied up, and she kind of sets up the warehouse like a game show. And and she asks them questions, and they get it wrong, and she starts slashing them and killing them and all that. Trivial. Then replaces oh, each contestant. I see that. Yeah, it sounds nah, good. I do. That's it's right it's going to be cool. And uh, I think we're shooting that in uh, November or something like that. And uh, have you guys already got a distributor? Everything's already lined up. I or? think so. I, th- I think they got that figured out. I I, th- I think so. But hey, uh, yeah. So I do have a question for you. So how did you get into this? Like, want to uh, uh, you know do the movies and whatnot? All by accident, man. I just happened to be standing in a bar with a camera, and Bang Tangle was playing there, and the singer Joe Lassie saw me. And he was like, "Hey, man, you got long hair. You look cool. You know, I can find some weed." And I was like, uh, <laughs> Nah, sorry, dude. And he's like, what's that in your hand? I was like, oh, that's called a camera. And uh, <laughs> and he's like, well, we're recording a Chica- uh, an album in Chicago in two weeks. You should come out and uh, record like a studio documentary. That's that's how that whole thing started. Okay. And I had no clue what I was doing. No filmmaking background whatsoever. No acting background. I just, I'm just, I, I don't know, man. I just. Okay, now you did before that. I mean, I mean, all this. So what you just said, not knowing all this, you did a documentary. On Bang Tango, yeah. right? On accident, almost. <laughs> it all happened on accident. Tell us all how that went down. No, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, the weed. I was yeah. either going to get high with Joel Estee or make a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> the Chronic. <laughs> um, okay, so once you made that, is that kind of what got you going as far as wanting to do movies and going, wow, I can tell a story in a whole different way? Yeah, I mean, to, to be honest, after that one, because I had no clue what I was doing, I ended up like 400 hours of footage. And uh, I ended up editing it all myself, and I was like, I'm never going to do this again. You know, f- this is fool's work. Sounds like fools. my producer. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So you know what I mean. And, um, yeah, just I randomly got the bug up my ass a couple years ago. I was like, yeah, I could do a found footage horror movie. Give me five days and a shitty camera. I can swear in here, right? Yes. Okay, cool. And uh, uh, It's me, Drew. <laughs> letting it rip. Don't you fucking say another word like that again. Motherfucker. And, uh, yes! Yes. And I dare you to edit that. I dare you. <laughs> I will fire you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> if I fire him, we don't have a show. <laughs> hey, Josh Groves. <laughs> I want to learn this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, that way we won't mess up names. Oh, look at him running. Yeah, he's already out the door. Actually, if everybody is listening, we, 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 Mike and I have, uh, and, and, and these guys have helped, we've had to come up with nicknames. We no longer have two Joshes in this group. Now we have Jaws, or a.k.a. J.W. I J-W. got it. And the other one is Grove slash AKA Get Me Some Coffee Tommy. That came from Mike Moon. That wasn't my fault, Josh. Sorry, Josh. Fuck you guys. <laughs> we love you too, Pumpkin. We got four minutes. That means we're going to do another 20. Let's do this. That sounds no, good I'm to me. Um, so, okay, so we've been talking about the movie thing that you're doing, the movie things, project. Actually, it's projects. Oh, yeah. I can't even imagine trying to get involved in doing a movie. It's a constant it's- uphill battle, even when it's done. But as far as music, oh, I mean that's your passion. There's so a big. What are you doing uh, now? I will say this: there's a big thing with uh, who we've been talking about earlier, uh, getting announced uh, about a month from now, and uh, drop us a hint. Come yeah, on, I'll, you can uh, do it. Okay, I'll just uh, you guys can put it together later. But uh, the singer of Sponge, the drummer from Fear Factory, and oh, uh, and uh, myself and. Uh, and somebody else, and uh, that, that's all I'll say. I won't say what it's called, but you'll Some know. You dude definitely from know. another big band. Yeah, yeah, back exactly. Okay. But uh, definitely a, a, a big, uh, a, a big event. What kind of music are you guys doing? I guess uh, straight I, up heavy in gospel. your face. It's uh, gospel. Yeah, yeah, gospel. Gospel was yeah. in Garth Brooks, you know, country in there too. Yeah, 
It's, dub, uh, yeah. it's, it's a dubstep uh, no album. Dubstep. <laughs> yeah. A dubstep, a little bit of R&B in there. Maybe some bossa nova. Ah, there know. you go. <laughs> <laughs> so the movie Dwellers comes out October 12th? 12th. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's going to be nationwide cinemas? Is that going to be Netflix? What are you guys on? We, we actually got a... Man, I suck at promoting this. We got a ton of screenings going on, but I... I just did like four podcasts. Forgot to mention them. I forgot where they are, but there's See, screenings out there. it's not just me, guys. It's not just me. Okay? Thank you. Hey, Thank apparently, you, Drew. I, you saved me. Apparently, I made a movie called Dwellers or something like that. I forgot my notes. But, um... Mine are in my backpack over there somewhere. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, October 12th, Blu-ray, uh, digital and all that jazz and all that. And uh, it's, it's won 14 awards so far. It blows my friggin' mind. It's been amazing. I've been watching your Facebook posts and everything, and I've seen the previews of the movie. Very cool. For anybody who has not seen this, if you love horror film, um, it, it definitely has a take on the Blair Witch. Oh, yeah. But it's better. Oh, I got dizzy in Blair Witch, okay? <laughs> oh, Seriously, yeah. if you were drinking and you uh, uh, checked out the Blair Witch Project, you fell out of your chair in a the movie theater and threw up. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm just saying what Mike did. But oh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the second one. The second one was bad. Oh, second Which one, one? Sucked, yeah. The second one was really bad. Yeah, that was really shadows, bad. Yeah, that Thank was. God Drew came along and set all this straight. <laughs> 20 years later. And I am going to tell a funny story about me and you. Uh-oh. After was I, I met sober? Drew... In uh, we both were, and we were both very angry. <laughs> After I met Drew in 2018, we have both married very beautiful wives. Mm-hmm. The, I mean, within 30 seconds of each other, he put a post on Facebook, and I put a post on Facebook. You hit on my wife, you treat her like crap, and we're going to have an issue. <laughs> and so I put it on, I'm furious, because you remember what happened. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I mean, I'm telling you guys, within 30 seconds, Drew has a post that comes up and goes, if you mess with my wife, you start talking, whatever. And I had to mess him go, uh, you're going through this too, huh? And he goes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and, you know, and that's one thing a lot of people don't understand is um, the people we have behind us. Totally. And the people that. They're the ones know, that deserve awards. Oh, you know? man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were, we've all talked about it. I mean, yeah. I, I, if I'm, I'm lucky if I get three hours sleep a night. Yeah. And I got a lady back there that supports mm-hmm. me in everything yeah. I possibly do. No, it's not her. Uh, the lady that supports me right now is actually in an interview with Greg Bissonette and Billy Sheehan. Uh, this is my wife. Don't you edit that. I want her to hear this. Anyway, Drew, um, we can't wait to see the movie. Can't wait to see what you're doing in music. I stay in touch with you. You are one of the most wonderful people I've met in the industry. You are you so kind to everybody. I appreciate that. I look forward to disappointing all of you. <laughs> disappoint us, we'll do a shot of Jaeger. Let's go. Actually, if he disappoints us, he makes these really cool murder movies. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm taking notes now. Exactly. Oh, yeah. uh, that's a movie right there. Learn to kill people from watching my movies. Um, and then you use have, it on me. That's <laughs> do you have a website? Uh, anything oh, I don't that people know. can go to? <laughs> Probably. Probably <laughs> See? Uh, Jaws. See, there's my twin. Yeah, I, I, I probably. I'd say just Google uh, uh, d- uh, d- Drew, uh, however you spell my name, I don't know. But F O R T X Y C C W X 239 YOLO, picture of a whale, and a niner. That's my birthday. It's funny, somebody asked me the other day, go, hey, Let It Rip is on Instagram? And I'm like, oh, I <laughs> probably. Him and go, we on Instagram? Yeah, download the app to your phone. No. So, <laughs> no. Yeah, that's what he goes with. Yeah. He's over here giving me that twirly, twirly, twirly single. You know what? Hey, hey Drew, you got to admit, you've done a 
billion interviews, right? Mm -hmm. When somebody looks at you and do, do, starts I doing do it this, back. I'm like, I know, right? Cowboys. I, it's like, we, we know. <laughs> get to the chopper? Get to the chopper? Oh, this is going to get better today. Yeah, we got the chopper going. Anyway, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Drew Fortier, check him out on Facebook. The movie Dwellers is coming out October 12th, Blu-ray. It's going to be everywhere. I will be sharing it on everything. Um, thank you so much thank for being you. with us. You are just an amazing person. So I'm so glad so to see you again, you. and I'm sure I'll see you again soon. Absolutely. Always a pleasure, Ron. Thank you. Definitely. All yes. right, guys. That's the Let It Rip podcast with the uh, these three knuckleheads over here, and we got more interviews coming up soon. And Josh is going to throw a little bit of cool music in the middle of this. And uh, next interview. Oh.